So we've got another call in from El Buck regarding some true story films and uh, some commentary on previous segments heard. Thanks, El. Hello, I'm going to comment on the movie thing. Um, so not that long ago, maybe like a month ago, I saw a movie called The Zookeeper's Wife, and it was about this woman who and her husband who ran a zoo during, you know, like the Holocaust. So it was a really good movie. There's some parts in there I would not recommend for children, but it's a good movie in the sense that it tells this a really good story and is based on a true story. Not sure if you've seen that one already, but I really liked that movie and it was probably one part in there I didn't really care for, but otherwise it was a good movie and, um, there's some sad parts in there, so if you don't like sad things, probably don't watch it. But if you, you know, it has a decent storyline. So that's my comment. Talk to you later. This is a comment about your B story, which apparently I did not listen to. I didn't even hear the story. I don't know. Got lost in the maze of things. I usually listen to your podcast, but I don't know. For some reason, I missed that one. So I was on Facebook the other day, and I follow this page called The Dodo, which is one of these pages that has all these feel-good animal stories, and one of the stories was this guy, and I think he was from Australia, or I don't even know if it was a guy. I didn't even read the article. I just saw the picture. It was this humongous spider, and apparently this person rescued this huge spider, and I was like, nope, couldn't do it. I don't know. Can't do spiders. Um, honeybees, I really like honeybees, but if one flew in my car, I'd probably freak out. I'd probably cause an accident. Um, I like honeybees, but I think wasps are assholes. There you go. Talk to you later. L, thanks a ton for calling in. The Zookeeper's Wife I have not heard of before. It sounds like an interesting movie, and I will go and check that one out. Um, loving true story movies, and I think... I mean, that type of genre of movie as well, um, you know, that has a lot, it was from like a long history ago, definitely um, would probably appeal to me. So, um, and wasps, kind of agree with you on that one. Um, I have been stung by wasps, wasps in the past, and um, I will probably leave that story for a, another segment. Um, but yes, wasps are a pain in the pain in the back end. Um, so yes, thanks for your call in. Really, really appreciate the time that you took to do that. Good afternoon, Anchor. I was going back listening to my last phone. Good afternoon, Anchor. Ivan here. I was going back listening to previous... Good afternoon, Anchor, Ivan here. I was re-listening to the last call-in from L Buck, and after re-listening to it, I realized I should have expanded a little bit more. I was in the middle of eating uh, lunch, and I didn't have all that much time, um, but I had every intention of coming back and expanding on my responses. So, here it goes. I will expand on the last uh, call-in that L uh, gave and that was in relation to the B thing but then uh, most of all the spider part. So m many people probably don't realize but uh, the world's 
deadliest spider, uh, as far as all research that I have made indicates, uh, is uh, those that come from the species of the funnelweb spider. And Sydney is home to the notorious Sydney funnelweb spider, uh, which does uh, does uh, live in Sydney. It does enter the homes of Sydney people, um, and it is uh, the world's deadliest spider, um, from all accounts that I've got. So, the I think the I hadn't seen what you were talking about with the spider that the guy from Australia was trying to catch. Um, spiders are very common here. Um, some of them are, are venomous, others um, are not so much, and then there are just those that you know just don't really bite and don't do anything at all, really. Um, but the Sydney funnelweb spider, on the other hand, is quite venomous, and uh, in, in fact, it is deadly. And we have those um, spread throughout all of Sydney. Now that the weather is warming up, uh, and we've also just had some rain. Uh, they are particularly around bushland um, or houses that you know kind of on the on the outskirts of bushland um, or in the hills side of Sydney um, tend to get a lot of funnelweb spiders um, now there is an anti-venom for that and if I'm not mistaken it uh, the funnelweb spider is actually a protected species um, in fact which means that you shouldn't really be killing them when you find one which is kind of a catch-22, really, because the first thing somebody wants to do when they see a spider is squash it or kill it. Um, now, for those who like spiders out there and um, who uh, maybe collect them or keep them as pets, uh, this segment is by no means, of course, trying to promote, um, you know, killing insects or anything like that. It's just talking about, um, you know, I guess the pests side of stuff, the dangerous side of stuff to do with insects. So... Um, as I was saying, the, the venom is uh, it's highly sought after here in Sydney to the point where a recent uh, video that was released um, online uh, explained to people how they could safely uh, milk a uh, funnelweb spider. Um, well, not sorry, not milk it, more so catch it so that it could be taken and be milked for the venom. Definitely, they weren't promoting uh, the milking of it. It was more just the catching of it. Um, so there were, the video was going around that basically showed you had a jar and you would put some cotton wool um, inside the jar and uh, you'd you know, basically use a ruler or, or a long stick and slowly scoop up a funnelweb spider into the jar. Um, as crazy as it sounds, that's what was promoted and it's to take the spider off to um, a local center that can uh, milk the spider and use it for anti-venom. Uh, I don't know the frequency of deaths that have occurred um, from a funnelweb spider. Something tells me I did hear about one some time back, and they uh, were uh, a case that um, was far and few in between. Most people who get bitten, uh, if they're administering antivenom, are okay. Um, but the problem is where you know young kids or toddlers or, or or babies if they're kind of laying and playing on the floor or they're crawling on the floor and happen to kind of um come across uh you know a, a funnel of spider because they're so small the venom is um quite dangerous so we do have that spider here in sydney and it is extraordinarily venomous and and deadly at that so um I, it's interesting because growing up, my dad, uh, being the entrepreneur that he is, uh, for many, many years, 
was a pest controller and he had a big business that um, dealt with that stuff. So I kind of grew up seeing, you know, different samples of spiders. They're normal to me. I don't have any fears of them. Um, you know, if, if I come across one, I, you know, I don't really freak out, whether it's, you know, a redback or black widow, as I believe they called over in the States, um, or a funnel web. Um, you know, I definitely throw caution, but I wouldn't, um, you know, lose sleep over it. But look, many people are scared of them and, uh, I, yeah, I'm not so much, but hopefully that kind of gives a little bit of indication. I kind of went off on a tangent. I just kind of wanted to talk about spiders then. 